0: well hello there once again welcome back i am the pirate nutritionist not a licensed pirate or nutritionist for that matter uh yes dave smith back again thanks for tuning in here i'm gonna have a guest on the show today my first guest that i've ever had very exciting uh we're gonna talk about the fact that she is going to try doing a... No, she's going to succeed, by the way, doing a 90-day carnivore diet. I guess we're calling it a challenge, right? Uh, she uh, didn't want me to use her name, so I'll just call her Miss X. But uh, I do know this person. I've known her for quite a while. And um, I also know that she's also done low-carb for a while, but she's she's actually going to go further, uh, further down and uh, tighten the screws further, right? You don't have to nod. You can actually just say yes now. But <laughs> so I'm going to introduce Ms. X here, who also uh, actually does work in the a, in a mental health field, and that's um, uh, about all I'll say there. I guess you don't really work in a you you work on the phones, but anyway, and you work from home, which we might might talk about because it kind of dovetails into eating patterns and stuff. So, anyway, who, who am I once again? Pirate, pirate nutritionist? I am, as I said, not a licensed pirate or nutritionist. Um, I, I have lost uh, over 50 pounds though and kept it off for two years, which puts me in an elite group of people because that's hardly ever done these days. And mainly it's never done because everybody's telling you the wrong information about how to do it. Doctors, nutritionists, uh, dieticians, they're all in, in every newspaper and magazine article pretty much telling you the wrong thing to do. But uh, I've talked about that on other shows and we're gonna, let's get into it right now with, with Miss X. So do you wanna just uh, say what uh, started you on this, uh, this notion to do the, uh, the carnivore challenge here?
1: Sure. So um, I think, To start with, any kind of diet for me was really just about weight loss initially. Um, I've kind of went up and down in weight throughout the years, but never terribly overweight. I think my highest weight at one point might have been 175 pounds at 5'4", but it it, it wasn't for a long period of time, and then um, having babies. I put the weight back on. So I've always, but for the most part, my weight has always been kind of um, manageable, I wanna say. Um, so the last few years I wanted to lose some weight cause I did gain. Um, and so the journey started with, with that. But then as I was listening to podcasts about uh, the benefits of keto diet, and uh, the connection between diet and mental health, I became very, very interested as I have uh, had a chronic uh, depression and anxiety my whole life. So, and probably why I've decided to, uh, you know, enter into the mental health field is, uh, I suppose, to <laughs> understand myself um, as well as others a little bit better. But what I found was when I Eat, uh, when I don't eat processed foods, I feel a lot better. <clears throat> the biggest issue is staying on track because of the very uh, addictive properties of carbohydrates in general, and I found that even with um, things that you would think are benign and natural, like fruits and vegetables, I find myself, I find my my brain Um, becoming addicted even to that and then it just spirals out of control so I can start with even a salad and then um, I'm before you know it I'm into the junk food I'm into (laughs) the wine I'm into everything that I don't want to be into uh, for the purposes you know I I just don't it's not for good health and mental health so um, and
0: you, uh, this is not even primarily weight loss, although you expect to lose some more weight, which I think actually you got down to a pretty, uh, really low weight, kind of when you did carnivore before, right? And then you bumped up a little bit again.
1: Uh, yeah, so I went to a pretty good weight. The only issue at the time was that I was just following the, the diet, but I wasn't actually working on myself. Um, so I'm trying to make those changes now.
0: Yes, yeah, so and you're in it for mental health and also weight loss, but not necessarily weight. We were just talking about this off uh, before we started about how, uh, and I'm the same way, I don't really care what my weight is so more. I, I just need to lose the, the spare tire that's still hanging around. I, I just want that gone. I don't really care what I weigh as long as that's. I don't need that. And you're in a similar uh, situation. That you, I
1: think so. I mean, I I definitely would like to lose a little bit of weight, but my primary motivation for this isn't for the weight loss, just because I don't think I want to live with depression and anxiety anymore.
0: Yeah, and you have experienced uh, being in ketosis where your brain actually functioned, and I'm, you know you're like, oh my god, that's right. This is I feel normal, and I've never really felt this way before.
1: That's right. Uh,
0: honestly, because you've probably, like all of us, were weaned onto carbohydrates from breast milk, basically, and actually, there were probably. Breast milk coming from mommy is actually tainted a little bit already with the, with, uh, it's already gonna raise your insulin because that's the way we all eat now. So your mom was giving you, if you were breastfed, you got that. So.
1: Yeah, I, I actually wasn't breastfed, but mm. um, but I mean, I know that, I mean, I think just but like what all formula, of us...
0: Whatever formula she gave you, I highly doubt did not have uh, insulin spiking properties oh, in it. Absolutely. It was probably rice-based right. or, you know, it probably was not, a fat protein mixture, you know, similar to mother's milk.
1: Well, and the way my parents have described my diet, I mean, they always talked about me being a very picky, bad eater, you know, so, (laughs) and then they said the only thing that I would ever eat when I was a a kid was just carbohydrates, like applesauce and crackers.
0: That's shocking (laughs) because basically every kid I know always defaults to that because they're basically addicted to those types of food the, 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 these, these foods are designed to be addictive by the way deliberately designed to be cereal is designed to make you want more cereal not to be a, a nutrient for you and Doritos same thing All but I stuff. also
1: think that um, I know that as a kid I didn't want to eat quite so frequently and my parents would panic when I didn't <laughs> want to eat quite so often um, I don't re- ever remember feeling hungry as a kid, um, and I just I know I know that now as an adult, when I actually sit down at a meal, when I am hungry, it's a wonderful feeling. Um, but I was never really I think just because of the way they were raised.
0: Um, they, a lot of people, yeah, they they, they think if you if you've gone to if your kid has gone more than two hours, obviously first off they are hungry because they've been eating. Cereal, generally, you, you. I don't think they would have uh, waited two hours for you, though. So, but no. even if you've gone two hours or three, you're going to be pretty hungry if all you ate was cereal, and that that's why. And all parents would. Uh, I'm a parent too, and you, you, that goes through your mind it's like, oh my god, the kid's hungry, got to feed them.
1: Right. So I don't. Not sure how often they, in their minds, they thought I should have been eating. Certainly, it wasn't often enough for them. I know that I would have wanted to wait until I was hungry as a kid, but my parents just panicked too much, and they didn't want me to ever get to the point of hunger because it was just considered a negative thing to be hungry. Um, so, food. So the only way to. So the only time I would ever eat anything often. Well, the only food that you can possibly eat that often, every hour, two hours, is a carbohydrate. I don't think you can ever. <laughs> well eat. said. Yeah. You know, honestly, like, can you really eat?
0: Like, I just that had some brisket and some ribs, and uh, last thing I want to eat is brisket and ribs right now.
1: Exactly. Of course, I
0: can eat. I can eat some candy. If you got that. But, but the gonna...
1: expectation of the, of my parents was to eat very often, and so from for their from their point of view, the only thing that I would eat often would be like an applesauce cracker kind of thing. That would be the only thing that I would allow my you know that I would want to we'd be willing to eat often. Um, so so much of this is about addiction Um the reason for my desire to do a carnivore challenge is because I'm so addicted to carbohydrates um that I need to really detox myself off of them it doesn't mean that I'll never have
0: we're talking uh, you know a lot of people are, are thinking that you're absolutely a nut job because you're gonna get rid of all plant foods. And they think, well, obviously we need plants like every day. Matter of fact, they should be most of our diet. That's what we're told, right? Why would you do something so crazy, Miss X? <laughs> Go ahead, tell me why. why well, would you do something so crazy?
1: You know, honestly, I think everybody is different. Um, I don't think everybody has to be as strict as this. I think I need to be strict with it just because of my addiction to carbohydrates. Um, and
0: vegetables are carbohydrates, or fiber or carbohydrates. They but, are. But I'm, I'm, I was, I was hoping you were going to go into the area I was going, I was going to go to. I was going to bait you in there. Was that uh, there is no uh, essential carbohydrate that the human body needs?
1: Well, certainly so there are. You don't have I to mean, eat
0: plants. Actually, strangely enough, but we've been taught the opposite basically.
1: Well, I'm not a scientist, so I wouldn't be able to really speak on that. Um, I have heard of people mentioning those things that there is no essential carbohydrate you don't need, and especially if you eat an animal in its entirety, you eat everything that you need, all the nutrients that you need.
0: And you not only eat get those nutrients like the protein and the amino acid profile, and the carnitine, and the uh, and everything. You actually, get a little vitamin C and calcium, but you also it's in a form that is more uh, readily absorbed by the human body than those same uh, uh, substances find, when you find in plants. Like protein from a from spinach, is is the spinach actually blocks your body from absorbing it? Where if you eat beef, your body can easily absorb it. It's basically ready made for your body to absorb. So anyway, that's, that's this is why this is not a dangerous thing to do. That's why I'm getting at. So go ahead.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of science out there to support what it is that I'm doing. So I'm not afraid of it because I have heard of different, um, different research that was presented um, regarding the carnivore diet or the keto diet. Um, the only thing is just that I- I'm really trying to experiment on what works for me. I don't think that there is any one diet that you have to. I think it's a trial and error thing. So I'm, I'm, what I'm told is that if I do carnivore for 90 days, I am going to feel amazing. I just have to get through the. the, Well, I guess it's called a keto flu. You've
0: actually employed the uh, assistance of a carnivore coach as well. Yeah. And this person is a medical doctor. (laughs) This person is coaching you.
1: There are a lot of. It's not a whack
0: job person. Well, she might be a whack job, but uh, you know, who knows? No, I doubt it. No,
1: there are a lot of of (laughs) medical doctors that believe that the carnivore diet is the way to go, or at the very least a low carb diet.
0: And certainly safe to try for a while. Paul Saladino is one, Sean Baker is another one.
1: Yeah, and and so I I think that it isn't, um, I think it's a good idea to try. So I was told uh, today, I did speak to a carnivore coach today who is a medical doctor. Um, that um, that I am gonna feel amazing after 90 days and,
0: uh, and This is one of the reasons I decided to do this show. I'm gonna check in with you every week or so and we'll see like What's the progress? Uh, how, how, were you able to stay on it and how you feeling this kind of thing? We're gonna, so we're gonna chart miss X's progress here.
1: So yeah, so actually the, I think that's a good idea the reason why I agreed to, to speak today is because um, because I'd like to chart myself Um, and so I want to actually tell you a little bit about how I'm feeling right now.
0: (laughs) Good, good idea. Yeah, we'll get a baseline. Let's
1: get it right. So my baseline right now is I have a low level depression, probably on a scale of one to 10, it might be like, I don't know, somewhere between a four or five or so, um, similar anxiety, not high, um, but not. I don't feel great, I feel um, tired, Uh, I don't have a whole lot of motivation to do things right now, I I feel a little overwhelmed by small tasks, I have a need to shut out the world and be in a little cocoon. Um,
0: Right now, how would you describe your current diet, like what what's it like right now? Like what percentages are you eating of roughly? Well you know.
1: the problem is that I'm on a roller coaster diet. And <laughs> yeah. so part of the reason why I think my emotions are not stable, um is because I'm not consistent with anything right now. I I fall off, I get back on. I fall off, I get back on. And so and it's very easy to fall off. I mean you sure. know this part you know, I don't wanna like insult people when I go to their house um, you know, have, have a, have a bite and you know, it's, it's, it's very tribal. Oh, just a
0: bite. It's not going to hurt you.
1: Well, <laughs> even if I like, you know, get away from that, even if I just say, oh, maybe I'll have some later or whatever. It's, it's just, it's like a constant bombardment of, of, of these cues. You're constantly bombarded with these, with these triggers and you see people enjoying them. And sometimes I'll say no at the party and then I'll go home and I'll have it, you know, in <laughs> private. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because quite frankly, I think I'd rather eat privately. It's more enjoyable to me because I can eat as much of it as I want. Nobody's watching me, and yeah. I get to experience the high of the sugar in its entirety. Yeah. You know, if I'm if I'm eating with other people, then I'm not really experiencing the high. I'm I'm doing a little bit of both. I'm engaging, so there's some some you know.
0: It's a little like passing around a joint sometimes, though, when everybody's eating from a piece of cake a little bit.
1: Yeah, perhaps, but you don't get I the see you and
0: you you like to enjoy your sugar in a completely undistracted moment. I mode. don't want to be
1: distracted. Yeah. Well, and plus yeah, it's like that. it but also eating while I'm socializing it distracts me from the socializing too. Mm-hmm. Because I like to I like to do everything I do I like to do it fully. So I'm either really engaging in conversation and I'm not eating and just really absorbing the other person and and what they're saying. Or, I'm eating. I don't like to eat, really, with other people. <clears throat> I, I guess, well, at least not right now.
0: Yeah, not right at this moment. <laughs> not, not right While <laughs> you're at this doing moment. this experiment, I guess, right? I
1: mean, I do like to sit down at a table and talk to people while they're eating. I might have a few bites here and there, like if I'm really hungry, but um, I guess,
0: this sounds like disordered eating to me, Miss X. <laughs> well,
1: Here you know I'm baiting what?
0: you with another question. You
1: know what? I think it probably is. I think I'm the first one to admit that there is... I have a very abusive relationship with food. And I had it from the moment I was conceived. So, um... I was never officially diagnosed. I probably am able to hide it pretty well. I was always on a diet for as long as I can remember, you know, low-fat, of course. Um,
0: A dog just walked up next to me, very stinky, mm -hmm. stinky breath. (laughs) Jeez! wow, got to do something about that, okay. Uh, Yeah, so I I, I, I would find it hard to, uh, I think the only people who don't have disordered eating, if you ask a dietitian, is people who are just eating Everything in moderation, and those most of those people are obese. I w- I'm going to say because most of the people who are eating the standard American diet are obese now. It's well over six. It's like over fifty percent now. Probably even sixty to seventy percent are pre-diabetic. But yet yeah, they probably wouldn't really say that that person has any sort of eating disorder. They're just too lazy. That's what they would tell them probably. You know,
1: well, I <clears throat> they mean, aren't
0: exercising. I,
1: I don't think that my Eating is any different than anybody else's in the standard American
0: diet. Maybe world. You, yeah
1: I don't think so. Uh, except maybe I do uh, eat more privately. I prefer to do that. Um, I don't know. I, you know I, I might I do eat until I'm completely stuffed and can't you know breathe sometimes.
0: You're gonna probably do that when you're doing the carnivore diet as well, but it's a different kind of stuffed. It's usually just like I don't feel like eating anymore. I feel I feel like I've eaten enough. That's yeah. usually what I get from. I, I had a carnivore lunch today, right. and I felt the uh, similarly. And I know usually, you know, when you eat that kind of a, a lunch, dinner, it's all meat. It's very easy to stop because your brain is getting a satiety signal because that's a natural food. Your brain goes, okay, I've had enough of this. Whereas you don't get that with Doritos. Just thought I'd throw that in there.
1: Yeah, so I mean, to to actually classify it as a full-blown eating disorder, I'm not certain. I think that there are certain traits. I certainly, I I have the traits of an eating disorder of some sort. um, But I also see a lot of people with the same um, behaviors. Uh, But it doesn't matter, honestly. Whether I have an eating disorder or not, whatever it is that I'm doing, I want to stop it. It's not something that I wish to continue in my life.
0: I'm going to throw in on my own here that if you're eating processed foods, standard American diet stuff that you find, crackers, granola bars, oatmeal, candy bars, all that stuff that you see in those plastic packages there, you, um, the, the food industry has turned you into a disordered eater. That's, we all are.
1: Probably If you're eating so. that,
0: that's a bit of a disorder. Because you're eating stuff that's not food and you're getting a lot of pleasure from it. What's, what could be more disordered from that? eating eating substances that is not food for pleasure and then you're gaining weight and you can't stop they've introduced disordered eating to us over the last 50 60 years
1: well I think so I mean maybe maybe my issues are more serious than that I would say because I am a stress eater too I mean so there, I think there's there is that aspect of it but I think that my um, I think that my the key would be to just eliminate the drug altogether, and my drug is my drug is carbohydrate. Right. So, a carbohydrate. Like, like like
0: an alcoholic, you are not going to have any alcohol.
1: Yeah, and I'm gonna, none. I'm, I'm not going to drink gonna, in
0: moderation. Everything no, you're gonna that's you're the gonna thing. not drink that substance that that sets you off.
1: Right. So, I feel that um, I'm gonna see what happens in ninety days. If I introduce, I can I can maybe introduce some. Plants at that point, maybe like a salad or something like that. And if it doesn't trigger me, great. If it triggers me, then I gotta get right back onto carnivore. That means.
0: And what's your plan for carnivore? Are you gonna eat mostly uh, beef. You're gonna do. Are you gonna do eggs. Are you gonna do any dairy. Are you gonna do any chicken, pork, that kind of thing. What, what are you gonna focus on?
1: So. All animal products except no dairy, just because it triggers me.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Again, it's not about you know, oh, this diet is superior. It's not. It's not even about that. It's. It's just that I just don't want to be triggered anymore. Yeah, I'm really searching for. A
0: lot of people do get get triggered by dairy and they'll have a little bit of a reaction to dairy sometimes but tonight, right yeah so and why I'm, probably why is it just cut it out if you can yeah I'd say it's a good a good way to go
1: so my ultimate goal is to have stable mood um actually you know be the person that I, I'm meant to be as a healthy person
0: and you've had glimpses of that
1: I've had glimpses of that lately I have over the last few years, I know what it's like to be before, healthy.
0: Before recently, like when you did have those glimpses of, 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 super mental clarity and like, you know, holy crap, clarity, like, wow, I didn't know I, I could, I could feel this good. When, when before that, do you ever recall feeling that way in never. your life? Never. Right. Never. Right. Never. I was going to say probably never because you've been weaned on to, I think we we've been, we were out of the womb and come right in eating processed oh, foods. Oh, I and, shouldn't and say that actually. Insulin levels. Yep. Yeah.
1: No, it was when I was fasting. Oh, oh, okay. So there have been times, but like unintention- when was this? unintentionally fasting. Like years ago? Yeah, like whenever I'd be even on the low-fat, uh, mm-hmm. low-calorie diet, there'd be moments when I'd just be fasting. I'd be busy. Not, I'm not like like intentionally starving. I'm just kind of, uh, I'm busy. I'm running around. And I realize, oh, wow, I haven't eaten in like, you know, whatever, however many hours. I'm like, I'm feeling pretty good. I haven't, I haven't eaten in a long time. I'm feeling pretty good. So it's like... I, re- I recognize when I'd be in moments in a fasted state. Um, I would Which feel is not
0: good. at all abnormal for humans to be in, by the way. Especially if you, even lean people have days and days worth of energy stored on their bodies because they would frequently go through periods where they can't get food. So this is. Totally natural and it's not surprising that your mental capacity is you get a you get a bump in your mental performance at that time because your body starts to go hey we should probably look for some food it doesn't want to make you stupider at that point it wants to make you smarter All right. you're, you're burning uh you, you're using ketones for fuel so your brain actually prefers those by the way rather than the sluggish ding dong twinkie glucose uh, that it would get from a processed food so go ahead
1: Yeah, so that's where I'm at. That's that's my hope for this. So you're gonna eat
0: any animal process. So it could be bacon, it could be chicken. Yeah, anything except for dairy. So all
1: all eggs. Eggs are fine. Yeah,
0: I would say eggs are probably good for you.
1: Probably. I want to find some caviar because I love caviar. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, fish eggs. Great. I can have
1: it with, I shouldn't say no dairy. I can have butter. It's just the milk and the cream that I can't yeah. have.
0: Yeah, uh, and why is that? Butter does not have hardly any of the lactose in it. It's usually, uh, 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 it's very, it trace element. So the, the lactose is usually the thing that will react to people, or the, what's the other thing? Uh, blah, blah, blah lactose and uh oh god i'm forgetting now anyway butter doesn't have nearly as much of that it's almost free of that kind of stuff casein i think is what yeah. i'm thinking of mm-hmm. um uh, ghee same thing ghee is a clarified butter you might want to try that too as well
1: sure i'm willing to try i mean it, what i just want to eat things that will not induce euphoria that's that's the key yeah and yeah.
0: um you want to induce a natural type of euphoria by not eating <laughs> drugs that that uh, meaning foods that do that
1: well, I want life to give me euphoria, yeah. I want to I be present in life, I don't want to be uh, numbing myself with poison, and mm-hmm. that's, exa- that's essentially what all these, you know, and I'm not saying the natural carbohydrates are necessarily poison, but apparently I'm very sensitive to them right now.
0: Yeah, some people actually absolutely are sensitive to regular old vegetables and fruits that other people consider perfectly healthy like a lot of people actually do have a lot of trouble with spinach and uh uh, tomatoes potatoes they actually are sensitive to those so this is sort of the ultimate um,
1: uh, elimination elimination diet diet. yeah i think that's what i'm trying to do i think my goal is to have an it's sort of like an elimination diet for me I could slowly introduce things in or I may not if, if I find myself feeling on top of the world after 90 days then maybe I, I, I'm not gonna change anything why, why change it if it's you know if it doesn't need to be changed but uh, you know I am still in the experimental mode so I might just to see what it does uh, out of curiosity but right so right now I am NOT feeling at my best I feel like I said a low-level depression and anxiety Um, I don't have much motivation to do anything and I feel overwhelmed by small tasks and I want to know if I stay on this if I continue carnivore for the next week how am I gonna feel a week from today yeah
0: we're gonna check in in a week and uh, we'll see how things are going I may try to uh, I'm going to tighten the screws on my carnivore. I, I eat mostly carnivore now, anyway, but I'm going I'm to try to tighten down a little bit myself, be a little more strict, because I do have a little bit of a spare tire that I still need to get rid of. I've been carrying it around for two years, but eh, gotta, eh, I don't need it. So, um, all right, you want to wrap it up now?
1: And, uh, yeah. Okay,
0: great. Good deal. Thanks for the info. We'll check back with Miss X in about a week. And uh, so thanks a lot for listening, tuning in once again. Try uh, sharing this podcast with some people if you like it, all right? Uh, thanks a lot. And give me a good review. If you go into iTunes, don't forget to do that. While you're thinking of it, get in there and give me a good review or bad review. I only ask that if you do a bad review, make sure they're very funny. So that would be nice. Bad, uh, bore, good reviews can be boring, but your bad reviews should be really funny. I I, I, uh, I want that at least. Okay. Well, thanks again. And uh, we'll be uh, seeing you in about, uh, about a week or so. Checking back in. Thanks. thanks.